here we go. Thank you, sir. We love you, you pussy. <laughs> so mean, like right off the fucking bat. I just woke up. Hey. <laughs> Grumpy Bear. Grumpy Bear's awake. All right. Hey, you motherfuckers. That's the only way I can start this show now. I know. We don't have to announce it. We don't have to. If yeah. they don't know by now, they're not no. real fans. Yeah. If you didn't know where you are, this is Shattered Wisdom, you fucking pussies. And we have uh, a special guest, and if you follow the show, you know that he is a near and dear friend to us. Yeah. And uh, he's a big old, big old pussy bear. So, uh, <laughs> so he's in town, man. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we welcome fucking David Castro to the show? Hello, David. What's up, guys? What's going on, buddy? How you guys doing? Oh, man, it's uh, it's good to see you. And you follow the rules, man. Why don't you tell us what you brought us? I brought you guys some Hotel Tango Reserve Bourbon Whiskey. So, all right, man, fucking pour it up, bitch. Yeah. This is what we do. You're the guest. Haven't you ever watched this fucking listen to this episode? I haven't watched, but listened, <laughs> yes, numerous times. You're right over there. You did watch. You watched us on uh, when we went live. Oh, the live feed. Yeah, See, I saw yes. that. You be lying. So, all right, everybody. So, just so we can preface this, David be lying. So, he's going to tell you about hunting stories where he shot a fucking 70-point buck and fucking... <laughs> He's a fucking liar. No, but hey, man, it's good to have you out here, man. I fucking uh, I missed the shit out of you, even though I saw you a couple of weeks ago. And Thank you, sir. All right, we're going to judge the fuck out of you. I mean, it's a nice bottle. Yeah. It's a reserve bourbon ready to drink. It's the right color. I mean, you know, there's that. And it's in the morning, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely morning yes. time right now. It's <laughs> 10.40. Cheers. And here we go. Cheers. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Okay, you can stay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you can stay. Yeah. All right, so we will conduct this fucking interview today. Nice. David, I made, I made uh, the cut. David, David barely slid in the cut here. So, um, yeah, man, so tell us a little bit about you, man. Uh, for those people who don't know who you are, obviously our friends are going to know you, but uh, but not everybody who listens out there in podcast line knows who the fuck you are. So tell us a little bit about your background. Um, so I'm from California originally, uh, Southern California. That's obviously where we're at right now. But uh, yeah, that's where we live. <laughs> <laughs> so joined the Navy. That's where I met Jared at. That was um, right out of high school. Mm-hmm. So in '07, graduated high school, joined the Navy, and you know I think met Jared like right away when I first got to my first uh, our first station together. It was uh, the name of two was already there, but you know I, I checked in kind of and. Uh, he had a car. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, I was like, hey, man, you want to go party? He's like, yeah, let's go. So we we drive out every weekend to Minifee, and we go yeah, party we, out We drive out there, like, every day because we didn't want to sleep on the boat. Yeah. We'd be sleeping on your mom's couch like like we fucking owned the place. Oh, yeah, it was fun. We would just go out there, party Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and barely make it back to the ship. And <laughs> Yeah. This was, this was different times for me. Yeah, I was uh, I was the cool, calm, collective one. I was not the. Oh yeah, let's rage. That was David. Okay. David was David was the drinker, and and I was the fucking. I'll get you home safe, guy. Yeah, there you go. the the roles have definitely switched on that because <laughs> younger me was always aggressive, trying to fight and drink all the time, and Jared was kind of like like you said, the cool, calm, collective guy. 
always had his uh, wits about him, head on, head on a swivel, as we like to say, and then now it's kind of like reverse. So. Yeah. Now Jared's the asshole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, 100%. Uh, uh, and my shirt says, facts don't care about your feelings. So <laughs> Tom McDonald talks about that. Huh? Yeah, dude. Like 100%. Like, anyways, I'll get into that a little later. We'll let you keep going. Yeah. But, so uh, I'm mean, still active duty in the Navy. Um, I've been in for, like I said, almost 17 years, a little over 16 and a half. And, uh, you know, obviously finishing it out, trying to get to my retirement. And, uh, yeah, but I move all over the place and, you know, right now I'm stationed in Florida. So you know, I was able to fly out here, spend some time with the, uh, friends and we're going to go on a hunt here soon. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Cool. And, and we're joined by your wife. What's her name? My wife? Yeah. Yeah. It's, her name's David's wife. David's wife. All right. So David's <laughs> wife is in the studio today. Uh, the guest bedroom. The guest bedroom studio. <laughs> on the casting couch, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, her, her name's Katie Castro. Her name is Katie Castro. It's inside joke. Jer refers to her as David's wife all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> so and, and I've known Katie almost as long as I've known David, and uh, they're very dear friends of mine. And, and you guys got some, some little girls and, and some two, little, two pretty little girls, and they're back at home in Florida. Yep. The in-laws are watching both the girls, uh, Abrielle and Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're are everything but they're complete opposites the five-year-old's a wild one the 10-year-old's sweet and you know kind of like jack's kids yep oh yeah very very similar his kenna and charlie cannot be the, yeah put together oh, remember they, when they she would rule the world oh yeah remember she'd like fucking put her hand in her diaper and fucking <laughs> run away from him <laughs> yeah right down the the street just yeah. run around getting naked and oh, yeah. she's just wild yeah Still the same. She hasn't changed. All right. So here so here we have our tradition, man. This is the box that we pull questions from, so now you can see it. So you are in charge of pulling the question. And we all get to answer it. And we all get to answer it. Is it handwritten or is it typed? It's handwritten. Oh, that's from Kendra, then. Okay. It says, vacations we've taken nope, together. No, put it back. <laughs> no, put that one back. You haven't taken those vacations with us. <laughs> well. That's the second time we pulled that fucking question with the guests on here. I know. Okay, here we go. When was the last time you felt genuinely proud of yourself? Every morning when I wake up, I'm a fucking stud. Genuinely proud, man. Um, of yourself, too. It's not proud of somebody, so. No. Um, probably for me, man. There's times where, like, Hunter will brag. Like, oh, my dad's, you know, this or that. Like, that makes me proud of me. Because I, you know, like I said, you know, in the in the last couple episodes ago, um, I didn't, I wasn't the dad who's changing diapers, and I'm not the dad who's fucking doing all that shit. I was the dad who's like, I'm gonna hurt this fucking kid if I drop him, <laughs> you know? Like, and they're next, <laughs> their fucking necks don't work, you know? Like yeah. fucking babies are terrible. They're all soft and bendy. Yeah, man. But I think it's it's when Hunter like brags to like other adults, like his coach and shit. He'll like brag about me you know like oh my dad's this or that or whatever so he thinks i'm cool man so i'm gonna trick his ass as long as i can that's a hard question for me to answer i'm very self-deprecating i'm very hard on myself i am my biggest fucking critic everybody is i'm but i'm i'm like a probably unhealthy amount hard on myself so fuck that's actually not bad, but I'm proud of you, David. Well, I grabbed that whiskey. Grabbing that whiskey, that man. Good, yeah. I'm, I'm not a whiskey drinker, so. Yeah, I know. That's um, why I'm proud of you. But I knew I was going to be on the podcast, and I was, I was coming out here, so I went through and got a couple different bottles and got this one, and it looked cool, drank it, and I was like, I think it's good. I'm not really a whiskey, you know. Condesseur? Nope. So, but I, I got it. I liked it, and I was hoping 
you guys would like it. Yeah, so no, it's good. You did. You followed the rules. So, the two rules to get on the fucking. Oh, well, let's get back to it because Jack tried to dodge the yeah, question. Jack, Jack's dodging the question. I tried to save him right there, but David's on the go. I fuck, dude. That's. Oh man. I don't know. When you left Orange Theory this morning? <laughs> I know, dude. I didn't even fucking go. Uh, when you broke open that safe the other no, day? That's just run-of-the-mill shit. A, that's a Jack moment. That's not. <laughs> that's just a regular old Jack moment. I don't know, man. I don't... I don't know. I don't take a lot of moments like that. I don't, it's just not... I don't think we're supposed to. No. It's It's been so far bred out of me that I I have good moments, and they're, that's all they are. They're fucking right. moments, and I move on. I mean, even when I got promoted at work, I'm like, okay, cool, now what? Yeah, now what? Yeah, point me. Point me in the direction. Um, I don't know. Probably accomplishing one of my tasks, building something recently. I don't know. I did some tile in the house. It came out pretty nice. I was kind of... Uh, on the island? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That shit looks good. I was proud of that. But yeah, there you go. That's, that's kind of a proud moment. It's, that's a proud Jack moment. I mean, it, we each have our own things that we can be proud of yeah. and whatnot. So. Talking to the mic, bitch, Dre's just going to come yeah. over here and light you on fire. I'm getting close to it, man. <laughs> what about you, David? What's your proud moment? So this one's kind of like, I'm the same way. I'm very hard on myself. I created a lot of um, self-pressures and, you know, different anxieties on myself, you know. Uh, hold myself to a certain standard and whatnot. So it's kind of weird to kind of pivot back to this. Cause I can sit here all day and say how proud of like my kids or this and that right. or even my dog recently just all kinds of different things you know but for me something that wouldn't be an ordinary thing for me to do and i did it like outside of my comfort zone somebody's who's that somebody's at jack's house how dare you interrupt me man? Somebody, somebody's at jack's house i thought i put that fucker on <laughs> um it would probably be recently and i said it's kind of weird to talk about it um that i you know i kind of have like a, a mental breakdown so kind of reaching out for help which I'm normally not like that. I'm kind of like emotionless, so keep a lot of stuff in, and I don't really reach out and talk to people about certain things I'm struggling with or going on. So kind of had a breaking point and uh, reached out for help and got the help that I needed. So I was kind of proud of myself to step out of my comfort zone to do what was best for me at the time. So it's kind of a weird thing. It's nothing really to brag about, but no. it's something I'm proud of myself but, to yeah, do something different, you know? But you feel better. Oh, yeah, It, it helped. Absolutely. So we talk about mental health on here all the time because, uh, like we say, like nobody's checking on their friends. You know, everybody's just kind of rolling through life, and it is important. And if you get some shit off your chest, man, you get some help, some real help, it fucking makes you feel better. Oh, absolutely. And then a lot of things with men, you know, we have this stigmatism of we have to be the rock, you know. Like, you don't want to put your pressures onto your, you know, wife or your kids, so you take on everything. So when you are struggling, you keep that in, Mm -hmm. and then you take on their pressures as well. It's just kind of like, not saying it's it's right, but that's just what, you know, society has been. You know, the men has to be strong for their wife and whatnot and, yeah. and for the family and be the provider and protector. So Careful, you're, you're going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and, 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 and the thing with that, that's not like saying that's how it is, but that's just how it's gone for so long, you know. Yeah, that's and that's just a stigmatism. Quote. That's what yeah, I yeah. said, stigmatism of it, you know, doesn't mean it's, it's right or what it is now. But, you know, having that. It's kind of hard for men to reach out. It's not as comfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes it you're perceived as weak or whatever the case is. So, well, that's how the three of us were raised. Yeah. So if that's how, if that's how you've been kind of like bred, it's hard to get away from that. No, absolutely. And and so for me, getting out of my comfort zone to reach the help that I need and talk about things that I don't normally talk about, because um, like for me, 
I'm not close to my family whatsoever. When I, I say family, I mean like, you know, mom, dad, sister, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, don't, don't worry, none of them listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love them. I wish them the yeah, best. Yeah, no, but, 100%. But I, I grew up not in a loving environment, so, you know, having my girls and my wife, that's the most important thing to me. Yeah, let's get into the topic Let's today. get into what we're going to actually fucking talk about, uh, how we're going to peg David today. Yeah, Peg. Three Katie come true. Katie, we're going to hold him down. <laughs> I get a left leg, Jared gets the right. Yeah. You get a peg. There you go. Pop, pop, pop. That's how it sounds in my head. That's how it sounds. He's visualized this a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been trying to get David pegged for a long time now. We know some people. Yeah. I, yeah. We're going to talk about hunting, which we like to do, and we finally got David here to fucking tell us some of his shit. Yeah. So, uh, let's hear how you got into hunting. We kind of shared our stories about that already, so let's hear let's hear yours. Yeah, so growing up in California, you know, I didn't really hunt much, so it wasn't no really way. like a... Yeah, it was crazy. Didn't shoot these big-ass yeah. deer out here? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were like, you know, riding skateboards and dirt bikes and stuff. Right. You know, that was uh, kind of like what they do in California. So, I know there's some people that do hunt, but not much in California. It's not like kind of like bred into you or raised into you. Yeah. So, my wife... You know, uh, dad, my father-in-law, Doug, he was a big hunter, you know. Shout out to Doug. Does Doug listen? I don't know, but I'll, I'll give him a listen. Doug's better fucking listen. I just shouted his ass up. <laughs> Some Doug listens to yeah. us, maybe. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Doug's a, Doug's a good dude, man, and uh, and I appreciate Doug. He's yeah. always been good to me. He's always been a nice fucking guy. Yeah, if I could be half the person Doug is, I'd be... Yeah, no, we're never going to get there. Yeah, we're never, never, no, no, not never. ever, no, no, no. Doug's amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, there's only one Doug, so... Right. But yeah, so he was... You know, big pivot point in my life, like not having like you know, a father really had to raise me and teach me the the man, the manly man things, you know. So uh, yeah. Doug kind of you know was that that role for me a little bit. So mm-hmm. he was big in hunting. I wanted to hunt. So Katie got me. I think it was in 2012. My first gun. It was like a 30 out six. Yep. We were getting stationed in Florida, and in Florida, I was like, okay, well. I'm going to hunt there. It's like a big hunting area, you know. It's like a good mecca. And when I say Florida, I don't mean like Miami. I mean like Alabama kind of Florida. Yeah, yeah, The Panhandle. Yeah, Panhandle. It's more country. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not like what, when I say Florida, people think like golf course with gators on it and <laughs> like palm it. trees yeah. and whatnot. You know, it's like swamp and, you know, but it's 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 lovely. We love it there. So I get there and, you know, I, I try to learn hunting. Mm-hmm. It's a different learning later on, like other places of hunting, it's completely different. It's a new world of hunting down there in Florida compared to other places, you know. Mm-hmm. The deer there are smaller, it's very dense. There's not like you're not taking hundred yard shots. It's just not one of those things, you know. Mm-hmm. You're taking close brain shots, you're sitting in a tree or a blind. You know, you're not roaming around. There's not much room to do that. And you have feeders, so you can fucking lure them in. Oh yeah. That's for um, private land, you can use feeders like really? corn and stuff like that. Public land, you're not allowed to go out there and put corn right. out there. Naturally, just yeah. fucking salt licks and <laughs> fucking other grow. The salt licks look like rocks, though. Now they make these; they're getting fucking sneaky. Yeah, I have a, like a big old salt lick out there. It's like a big old crystal rock, but they don't really mess with it, you know. So hmm. but you can like make scrapes and mock up stuff to kind of get them patterned and whatnot. So, yeah. but I haven't really figured that out like too much over there. Like just having the feed come in, and then they come in like for the rut. Is when you're gonna get a good chance to get a nice buck. Right. When you're always sending us pictures, oh yeah, hogs you've trapped, hogs you've shot, deer you've shot, 
Have you shot turkeys down there too? They have the Osceola down there, right? Yeah, but where we're at, it's Osceola's more towards the uh, eastern side. Okay. We're on the Panhandle, so it's more. We have eastern turkeys, which is okay. weird. You know, the Osceola's are more down towards like the lower part of uh, Florida. Okay. So, okay. And they're white tails, right? You you guys don't have muleys down there. No, we don't have muleys. We got white tails. Just white That's, tails specifically. They're just very small. They're the size of a, a big dog. So hmm. if you okay. hit like a hundred pound like doe, you did pretty good. But you're a veteran. So you're telling us your your tags and all that's so crazy cheap. Yeah, so it's they have the uh, Sportsman Gold in Florida, which is twenty dollars. So you pay twenty dollars. <laughs> that's your saltwater, freshwater fishing. That's you know your deer. You don't get like necessarily tags like you do other places. Okay. You get you know bag limits. You know you can do two deer, two deers a uh, day, and five total. You know two does, three bucks, and uh, I think you know five in the freezer. But you just have to report them. That's it. There's no tag. Sure. There's no. You so just, it's an honor system. Yeah, it's an honor system. So you know you do that. I would have thirty stuff. fucking deer in my freezer, <laughs> dude. At a hundred pounds each, I need more. You get like one of those big fucking commercial walk-in deals. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, I, my, my freezer's full. I have you know hog, turkey, duck, deer. You know local cow. I have some black buck in there. I got all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into the black buck because you shot something cool in Texas too. We'll get into that in a little yeah. bit, but that's. That's not a Florida hunt, yeah? Yeah, no. So, yeah, that was my entry into it, and I had to do a lot of learning curve. People don't understand, like, how much, if you never hunted. And, you know, Doug, he's hunted a whole life, but he never hunted Florida. Mm. Mm. So his understanding of hunting is still, like, the road hunting, you know, and yeah. being able to, like, oh, there's one way over there a couple hundred yards, you know? Like, that's not the case, you know? Right. Like, you get five feet. The, it's so thick, you can't see anything. So you're not getting close. You'll never see a deer that way. Right. You know? That's why you have to sit in a tree for hours to wait something to come out, you know, kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, so we're but we're used to that same like road hunting, hunting on farms, long distance, all that kind of yeah. shit. Like we were talking about it last night, that it's just drastically different. Like when you're when you went hunting it in is. Montana, I was asking you about how you, how you like that Montana trip. It was a little little different than the. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was such a good time, but I'm not used to shooting far. So, you know, hundred yard, two hundred yards tops is what I'm you know, used to shooting. Mm. I think I've never shot anything past 110 yards, like where I'm at. So. The yeah. deer I shot was, you know, in Montana was 350, and that was, like, it was weird to me to aim this, you know, uh-huh. the crosshair above the deer, you know, like, yeah. it was just weird. You used to put it on him and pull the trigger? Yeah, 100%, you know, like, wherever you put it at, that's where it's going through, you know, yeah. so. So, tell us about what your favorite type of hunt is, and I already know the answer, but our listeners don't, so. Yeah, it's absolutely duck hunting, 100%. It's just a good time, um, that's probably, like, some of the best hunts I've ever had, it's duck hunting. Just, like, fast paced action, it's, you know. It's, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a really good time. You know, deer hunting, you're sitting waiting for a long time. It's kind of, obviously, when you shoot a deer, it's the adrenaline dump and it's, you know, your buck fever kind of stuff. Right. When it comes to duck hunting, it's just like, again, fast paced or flying. You know, it's just, it's fun. It's a good time. So, for the people who don't know David, David gets into a thing and that is his fucking obsession. Oh, David's a fucking 100%er yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah, all in or fucking nothing. So that's kind of where I get it from, man, with uh, with my, you know, my hunting shit and all of my things. And I'm like, yeah, no, fuck it. I'm, yeah, I'll just go buy all this shit and we'll like it or we won't. You know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I get that from <laughs> David, man. He's fucking, he's like, I, I, I want to go duck hunting. I need all the best shit and I want to be successful every time. Yeah, I gave you all this advice when you wanted to get into hunting and what gun you should buy, and you didn't listen to any of it. None of it. And yeah, the gun I told you to buy was the fucking last gun you bought. 
was a fucking Creedmoor. Creedmoor. Yeah. I'm like, buy a Creedmoor. You can shoot everything with a fucking Creedmoor except like thousand yard elk shots and big wild game in Africa. He's like, cool. I'm buying a Christensen Arms 300 Winchester bag. I'm like, it's Brad's fault. I'm not gonna lie to you. I bought. The, I have the same exact setup. If I drop my gun next to Brad's, and we picked him up, I could. I could leave with his fucking gun. We have the exact same setup minus I have a custom turret. I don't. I don't want to hear that because when we were hunting Montana, he had he had Brad's gun, and he was like, "Well, this is not my gun." I'm like, "It's his exact same oh, gun as yours." Stop making excuses. No, I'm gonna make. Excuses. He was setting the excuses up just in case if he missed or not. He was yeah. throwing them out there like, "Let's see if these stick." Yeah, hundred percent. And I shoot. I shoot non-lead, and he shoots lead. I mean, the trajectory is different, man. I just, you know. But that's the thing. Like, you know your gun. You know what you can do with your gun. Brad's gun was, I, it is the same setup as mine, but I have a custom turret. And if you tell me it's at 500 yards and not 68, I will fucking put that thing down. But Brad's so goddamn terrible at it that he doesn't, he's just guessing. Let's not see, again, you took advice from the wrong guy. From Bradley. Yeah, fucking Bradley. And he's like, can I come on the show and set it straight? I'm like, no, bitch. No, you fucked it yeah. all up. How are you going to set it <laughs> yeah. straight? Are you just going to validate all this shit yeah. we've talked? Yeah. I love Brad. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. We yeah. all love Brad, but he's I know. still a fucking asshole. I, I, <laughs> he's 100% an asshole. Brad knows 100% it. an asshole, but Brad I love knows it. it. He loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can for say sure. that, David. He's my favorite him. asshole. Yeah, no. He's, uh, <laughs> he is, uh, he's a good dude, man. And, and like, uh, when we went out hunting with him, he made sure you got something first he wasn't just like fucking move i'll get it like fucking you suck he was just like no we got time you yeah. you find something you like and we'll get it well he's made that very clear for like you and me like he oh, said yeah. he gets more excited for us taking one than him you know because he's done it numerous times and it's a good feeling to have someone be successful right, right. than yourself i feel and like you, if i ever go to montana he's gonna be like you can shoot last jack probably <laughs> probably yeah i mean you, you for sure for a bro, oh, yeah. he's gonna be like mm, fuck you jack brad and i have a relationship yeah brad's, brad's one of those guys that is just like he's yeah. very like kind of like closed you know like he's oh, yeah. hard to oh, he's to open up for you know sure. yeah. so he didn't open up to us till we took him golfing and started drinking and then he was talking shit and when you shut the fuck up oh, after yeah. that yeah i thought we were gonna get a fight on the golf course yeah I'm like, you're a mute. You're a mime out here playing golf, and all of a sudden you want to fight these guys in front of yeah. us? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck those mo- I'm going to hit into them. I'm like, whatever, yeah. dude. I'm like, is this, dude. You know, everybody has that alcohol that, like, makes you want to fight. Like, mine is malt liquor. Mm. Like, Ice House beer specifically. If you give me Ice House beer, I don't know what it is. I will fucking fight the world. So, for our listeners out there, I need you to find Ice House beer. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> By the way, it's also not expensive because we used to drink yeah, it in college. Is the blue, the blue can? Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Two times. Two times in college. Uh, thought all my roommates broke the doors down in our house. Like, the next day we were like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Kendra? Captain Morgan Spice Rum. Oh, yeah, she'll fight the world. She can have two, and then it's shut it down, switch it up, because then she's going to fight everybody. So maybe when we took Brad golfing, it's Coors Light. Coors Light. Coors Light. <laughs> Coors Light. <laughs> Water. Yeah, JJ's tequila, man. If JJ drinks tequila, she will fucking punch me in my face. Like, she does not care. Oh, also, listeners, send some Don Julio yeah. <laughs> to Ice House and Don Julio. Yeah. We'll We're make sure we get Royal, up video. <laughs> We'll do a Royal Rumble. Yeah, Captain and Diet for Kendra. I don't know what Jarrett's is. I don't know, man, because I'm usually pretty happy. God damn it. I'm usually a pretty happy drunk guy. I think it's situations that set me off. Oh, so we'll make Jared stay sober. And oh, the rest yeah. of us will be referee. The referee. <laughs> He's so much bigger than all of us. He'll just be like pushing us away. All right, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, no. Mine was Jack Daniels growing up. Oh, yeah. That was my oh, favorite. for sure. <laughs> like how Jersey, uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I, I would 
drink yeah, out drink of the bottle, out of the bottle. And then I would mm. just get in fights. That was like my thing. I, I haven't drank Daddy Daniels in a long time. I probably think that's probably that. a good thing. Probably. You know? probably. All right, but we we digress. So yeah. So so since we we always go on rants, man. I think that's a I think that's a good thing about our podcast is that like yeah. we talked to our our driver last night. Oh yeah. Um, we, Uber drivers love Uber us drivers for some reason. Us. Like the first guy was dying. Oh yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm definitely listening to your podcast. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, he was saying uh, podcasts that are are set up and fake and fucked up. You know, like, like you feel like you have to cover an agenda. He's like, those are terrible. Yeah. And I was like, well, you would love ours then because we don't give a fuck about anybody's agendas. We have a whiteboard and we put a topic and yeah. bullet points. We're really looking at it behind David right now. And we just go, okay, we'll figure it. And yeah. we write that five minutes before we start recording. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. No. So let's yeah, get back it's, to it's not scripted. We're, you know? we're just talking. Yeah. I love it. So the real reason that David and his wife are in town is why, David? We're going on a fucking awesome duck hunt in Washington State. And we're taking our wives. Yeah, we're going to take them out. I know both of them never hunted before, yeah. so it's a first for both of them. So stay tuned for the GoPro footage, because this is going to be fucking hilarious. Dude, I just charged my GoPro. I got it all set up for you. Perfect. So I'll, And then you need my gun case, too. Yeah. I'll bring all those over. But I got three batteries. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can film for fucking hours. I'm gonna. Really? Because yeah. I have a GoPro 10 and I have three batteries, but, man, that thing goes quick. No, I got a Hero. It, it lasts for a while. But still, I gave uh, you the charger okay. and everything, so yeah, we have you're a, smoking through for day one. It's funny because uh, I was using my GoPro the other day. I brought it out with, uh, we're going duck hunting, and my buddy Dylan... And he has a boat, and I have my daughter. Oh, Dylan listens now, right? Yeah, Dylan listens. Shout out to Dylan. Sweet. What up, Dylan? He's a yeah. uh, uh, O2E? Yeah, he's an officer. He was enlisted, and now he's an officer yeah. in uh, the okay. military. He's a good guy. So, hey, don't forget where you came from. What's his name, Dylan? Yeah, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan don't forget where you came from, all right? Fuck with airmen. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Make them salute you, even uh, even if they're broken or busy. Fuck them. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, no, he's a good guy. Like, um, you know, me and Ben hunting for the last like you know couple years together, and you know he hunts my property for deer. And yeah, got a hog on my property, and then takes me out fishing because he's he's from Florida, okay. by the Panhandle. But uh, he's done a lot of like you know red fishing and that kind of stuff, and you know we duck hunt together. So. Yeah. But recently we were out, and I uh, brought the GoPro because I wanted to film it, and I had it on a, like a hat clip. I leaned oh, over, it fell in the water. Oh, in the swamp, it was cold as hell. I fucking, I was like, okay. I just left it there. I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll get it before we leave. It's somewhere down there. So I had to get, take my waders off, take all my clothes off, and my boxers diving in the swamp water oh. trying to find it, you know. Oh, did you get it? Sounds I found terrible. it. I got oh, nice. it. Yeah, so. It's always funny. It. I've seen one where they put it on an oar. Yeah. Right, and they're paddling. And then you see footage, and it's the fucking ore, and then it's just, like, water, and the thing's, like, spinning down to the bottom of whatever body of water they're on. Yeah, no, I think, I, like, I was like, I gotta get this thing. It, I mean, it fell right over the boat, and it's probably, like, only a couple feet deep, so probably, okay. like, three, four feet deep. So I was able to dive down and grab it, but I was like... It's still winter in the swamp. It can't it be cold. warm. It was cold. It was, oh, yeah, you know, I think the, the temperatures were, like, I think we said, like, 50 degrees in the water, so... Mm-hmm. It wasn't freezing or anything, but it was definitely not fun. It's going to yeah. be fucking cold in Washington when y'all go shoot them ducks. I'm looking yeah. at the two lovely ladies sitting on the casting couch. So, yeah. <laughs> looking nervous as hell. Yeah, like, what are we sign up for? And, and Jared's never duck hunted either, no. so I'm excited to take him out because yeah. we're going to do... We're going to Washington State, and that's where I learned how to duck hunt. Mm-hmm. It got spoiled. It's like starting... I don't know, like something like driving, starting driving a Ferrari and then going down to like a Honda Accord later, you know. (laughs) I got to hunt ducks in Washington, which is one of the best flyways there is. Yeah, so, you know, like getting to hunt like your first time up in like duck hunting was in Washington State. And I had a lot of different friends help me out. Like 
and my buddy Brendan helped me out, and then Brandon Traeger, who got we're gonna go with uh, the duck hunt with. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're gonna uh, <coughs> excuse me, we're gonna shout him out before we meet him. You you know him, but I've never met him. He seems like a really good guy. We'll plug his business. It is Adventures uh, with Mayhem. Adventures with Mayhem. He does fishing. He does um, uh, shrimping, crabbing, duck hunt. You know they're yeah. awesome. He's you know a veteran. You know who's in the army, retired. And yeah. He's part of the TFO, the Fallen Outdoors. Oh, yeah, we love the Fallen Outdoors. We that's, do love That's them. what helped us out with our caribou hunt. Yeah, so yeah. the Fallen Outdoors up there, there's a guy, I think his name's Eric Bach, and he started it up there. And, like, Brandon Traeger and all of them, like, it started from Washington. So okay. all of them, like, the group, core group, he's one of the core group up there. So he's a really good guy. He's got me, actually, on my very first duck hunt was with him. Um, and we got to go out there and do a, a banquet. I mean, it was with my buddy Brennan, but you know, I get it all mixed up. But that's your Ferrari, right? Yeah. Like he's he. So so when I talk to him, he's like, "Look, I've got you covered from the day you land to the day you leave." He's like, "Everything you need, I have." And he's like, "Don't buy, don't go out and buy waiters. I got shit." And he doesn't know I'm a big boy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think he has waiters for you, bud. I'm gonna get there and I'm gonna be like, "Bro, you told me you had waiters. All I brought was shorts and tennis shoes." <laughs> now, the is it the Harlequin duck? No, so Harlequin is that's a duck. I, so I booked this a couple years ago, okay. just because moving so much and you know you can never like it's hard of being in the military to like, plan stuff because when you're on a ship, you have deployments and whatnot. So shore duty, which is where we get to spend you know three years like on a shore station where you don't have to go on deployments mm-hmm. so i planned it ahead of time you know and could it last year by just getting there i didn't want to do my first like six months i got to my first command my new command so i waited to do it the year following so we're doing it now and we were technically supposed to do it last week yeah we changed the dates we because the dates. you know i, I with my current job right now this is kind of like the time frame to take it so yeah. that's why we moved it just to be on the safe side okay. um but, but yeah what kind of ducks are you guys going for? So the, the goal was Harlequin at the time, but Washington State, Harlequin's a rare duck. Um, okay. You can get them in certain states only, you know, like Alaska, I think Oregon, Washington, and like Michigan. Maybe there's a couple more, but you can only get one a year. That's it. One, one bird. A year. One bird One Harlequin a year. A year. Jesus Christ. So that's how like rare they are. But they over, um, you know, I guess they over, they do the calculations and stuff, sure. you know, but I don't know if it's a population decline, but they stopped for the last two years. So okay. we're not hunting Harlequin, which is okay because there's a lot of um, great sea ducks we can hunt. You know, there's, you know, there's going to be surf scoters, there's going to be golden eyes, there's going to be all kinds of different birds that are hard to get. So I'm excited to go. Well, David knows about all the birds, and I know about none. I, if you lined all those birds up right now and said, Jack, identify these birds, and we're going to blow your brains out, I'd be like, pull the fucking trigger. <laughs> yeah, oh, except like, maybe the golden eye. I think that's kind of that's kind of yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's you know, you got the. Uh, common and then the golden eyes break down to the world there's different there's different kinds you know so it's like fucking punk rock right there's not just punk rock there's 87 subsets of punk rock oh yeah i mean like even with the scoters you got the surf scoters and the white wing scoters like there's different breeds and the crazy thing about like duck hunting is you have there's like stipulations for each duck like you can only get two of this one you can only get one hen which is you know the female or one drake or whatever the case is so washington has a seven duck a day limit so you guys, the four of you, can shoot 28 ducks in a day. So yes. me and David are going to shoot 14 so each. So I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> what's the over-under? I think Katie, I think Katie will shoot. my money's on Katie to shoot more ducks than JJ. A thousand percent. If I had a bet, it, absolutely. Not, and I know yeah. nothing of either of their ability. It's just I feel like Katie doesn't have a problem well, see, killing Katie, birds. Katie's like, you know, like she's like awesome. She's like one of the guys. Like she'll 
snowboard, dirt bike, you know, I took her out, you know, deer hunting before. Like, she's open to do a lot of different things, you know, so I know she has no problem shooting the duck. Okay. JJ, JJ will I think... probably try to catch one and bring it home. And Dude, like, be like, <laughs> can I just save this one? <laughs> I can't wait till we have to wring one's fucking neck and she loses her shit. Look at me, JJ. Look at me while I do this. I'm going to tell her she has to do it. You Shh, shot it. Don't fight it. Don't you fight shot it. it. Just let it happen. <laughs> Snap its fucking neck, JJ. Put it out of its fucking misery. Yeah, so hunting in Washington, that's where I learned how to hunt up there. And it was so much like go, go, go. And I loved it. It was so much action. Then I went to like different places like Florida. You're, where we're at, we're between the flyways, so there's not really ducks over there. You have some coastal ducks, which mm-hmm. are harder to get to, and then you have wood ducks, which I hunt wood ducks now. Well, and some ducks taste like shit, right? Yeah, so you have two, they're, they're broken down into two different categories. You have, you know, puddle, and then you got divers, all right? Okay. Puddle ducks are the tastier ones. That's like the mallards, you know, um, pintails. No, know. we don't know, but you're telling no, us. No, the ones so, that were. The, green, the <laughs> greenhead is the mallard, everyone knows. The ones that were in my fucking pool that I sent Probably. you a picture of a couple 100%. years ago. So yeah. they're pretty. They're the pretty ducks. Well, no, drakes yeah. are the pretty ducks, but you have pretty, uh, like harlequins. Uh, harlequins are really pretty, yeah. They're very pretty. So there's, it, it, you know, wood ducks, a, uh, um, puddle duck, and they're very pretty. So it's all depending on whatever. The drakes are the pretty ones. You just you tell know. me what I'm shooting and if it's going to be good enough to eat or not. Yeah, so the reason why the divers are using not as tasty is because what they eat. You know, it's kind of like their, their diet. Okay. They live out like you in the coastal area, so they're eating like shrimp and all the fishy stuff, you know, yeah. so their meat is not as okay. tasty. Puddle ducks are eating everything like they can eat acorns rice you know whatever the case is corn you know anything they eat whatever okay now how much meat does one get off a duck it all depends what duck it is but it's not much like for a teal they're very small so you get like i mean when you get a breast piece of breast it's like this like a chicken nugget yeah so are we gonna do like poppers or how do we do you like wrap those do you fucking stuff them do you so it all depends on what duck you're getting like a lot of times i get wood duck i'll go on my my blackstone i'll just it's like a steak Little like medium rare, you just little uh, salt, pepper, olive oil, and just eat like a steak. The whole bird, just the breast. Oh, just the breast. You don't yeah. eat legs. They don't have any. Meat no, I mean, chicken? you can take a lot of people. Like if you, it's too much work to pluck and get the whole bird. So what okay. you do is you can you can with your hands literally rip the feathers off, open the breast up, and they have a breastbone down the middle. And you just slice it like a kind of flaying a fish. That's like a quail though. Like everybody breasts a quail, right? That's why your Same limit's thing. like I don't know, fucking forty quail, because you're gonna get like the yeah, thumb size nothing. piece yeah, of yeah. meat. Yeah. Well, and then there's also other ducks you can shoot that are like coots. Um, a lot of people don't eat those, but like they're not can count as your duck seven limit. They have like twenty or twenty five you can shoot of those. Okay. So if something else flies in and we shoot it, we can fucking, we can essentially have more than So the saying days. always goes, it, it flies, it dies, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to um, shoot like a comorant or certain things, you know. Long story short, when we go. <laughs> like I said, just point them out. Let me know. When we go hunting, we'll tell yeah. you like, or whatever, he, the, the guide will probably, he'll call the shots. So he'll be like, get ready, shoot. They have eye for it. They've done it for so long. Like when I would hunt in Washington, I knew, hey, that's a, you know, Drake Pinto. Hey, those are widgeons, you know. I can tell what's coming in, but I've been off of it for so long that, you know, I'm not going to be able to have a good eye like them. They're going to be able to tell you, like, hey, those are whatever. Let's shoot them, you know. Yeah. But knowing the difference between a male and a female, obviously, like, a lot of animals, it's not hard. When we've been caribou hunting, Alaska has a very strict, you can't shoot female caribous, no. which they're cows. It's like cows and bulls. And, like, you cannot shoot a cow. They'll take the meat. I think that's really what they do is just kind of, like, they take the animal. And then they fine you. But I think you it's, like, a $10,000 like, fine. It's, like, fucking outrageous. But it's. I think it's also at their discretion. True. Yeah. But you had to identify them. All right? But I've got time. 
sitting there looking at him. A fucking duck is flying in. I don't know how fast a fucking duck flies. I would be like, not so, slow. <laughs> well, it depends what duck it is again, too. You yeah. know, like you have teal, they zoom by. They're like, like they don't like a. We call it cup up. When a duck is flying around in the loose circles and they come to land, they'll cup up, meaning like they'll kind of like backpedal. They like flare. Yeah, right? well, flare is not a good word. Flare, oh. I mean, they see you and they're flare, they're they're going oh, away. Okay. But Sorry. like ducks, when they come into land, so they like slow down. They they'll try slow, to slow down themselves. exactly. So okay. they'll slow down, like backpedaling, and they'll come in. That's cupping up. They're like coming to land, and that's when you're ready to shoot them because they're easier. But teals, they zoom by. You know, like they're so fast and they're little, so they're hard to you know smoke. Huh. So it's it's all depends on the duck. It's like a whole science. You know what I'm saying. That's good. I mean, but like you said, you you're in it. You know it. You're experienced with it. You're gonna take these three: one who does hunt, two that don't. I can't wait to see the footage. Oh yeah, it's so no. fun. So duck hunting's fun because it's so much action. It's just a good yeah. time. Like I can't, it's like nonstop, right? Like as soon as they're coming in, it's like get ready. Yes, it's just like it's not like a like you know like deer hunting. You know, you shoot one deer and you can spend hours trying to find one and this and that. Right. Duck hunting, you get out there as soon as like shooting light comes. Usually, depending on if you have a good area or. The weather dictates a lot of stuff, too. Okay. Like a cold front will push ducks out and move them. And when they come in, there are multiple coming in. And you shoot them, you know, or you miss. Because a lot of times you miss. It's not like shooting yeah. a deer where you're yeah. like, hey, usually you're on it or whatever the case is. Duck, you'll go through a whole box of 20 um, to get two birds, three birds sometimes, you know, if you're shooting bad. It's like yeah. a pool. The way I put it is like pool. You know, if you go to the bar, you're playing pool. Some days you're just on it. You know, yeah. you're just like, hey, I'm, I can't be beat. Other days you just suck. Same thing with like shooting, you know, unless you're like always constantly going out and training all the time. But if you go out there, some days you're just shooting everything and other days you're just missing. So we used to go shoot skeet on our lunch break and right. You do 25 clays at a time. And I went with some guys and they're like 22. Yeah. 22 around. If you're hitting 22 clays, you are fucking good. If I hit 15, I feel like I'm having a great, great day. Yeah. But there are days I hit 20, and like you said, like I couldn't fucking miss. And then there are other days I'm like, I can't. I might as well throw my shotgun <laughs> yeah. at it and try to fucking break the clay with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it happens. Me and Dylan did that. You know, like we were hunting three days straight when the duck season opened recently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first day we were just missing fucking everything. And we got like, to think, we shot three total. We only were able to recover one. And then the next day we shot better, and then the third day, like we were lights out, you know. Well, mainly him. He was shooting on. He was on point that day. So when you say you're only able to recover, is that because maybe you can't find one? One's too far. They fucking so they don't necessarily die instantly, right? Like if you get a good shot, but it's hard to get a good shot on a moving fucking target. Yeah. So I mean, you could tell when you you drop one. You know what I'm saying? For example, like one's flying in to the spread. Spread means like you have decoys out there. Okay. That's the spread. That's what entices them to come land in. Because they think right. their homies are there. Exactly. Okay. So they're like, oh, I'm, I'm safe here to land, you know what I'm saying? So they come in, and, you know, you shoot them. When you get a dead duck, you'll see they'll just lock up. Their body will like, go stiff, like a stiff <laughs> body, and nice. hit the water. You know they're done. They're toast. Sure. Other ones you'll hit, and they'll kind of, like, glide slowly somewhere else, you know. And you see that they got hit, they're damaged, they're still alive, you know. Like, you can recover them. They're probably not going to go anywhere, but they may go, like, into the trees and the bushes, and they'll coast 100 yards somewhere. So you go try to find them, but... They may went on a stream and went somewhere, you know, so it's hmm. hard to recover. But that's too why you guys use do- use dogs. Yeah. I have One, a, number two, you're not swimming in that fucking water. Oh, yeah. But two, they'll be able to <laughs> find them. Percent. Yeah, most time, yeah. Like, my dog, Penny, you know, she's young. Um, we took her training to, you know, be able to go retrieve ducks, and we took her out for the first time. First she was day, gone forever. Well, she's gone for three months. Yeah, that's forever. Yeah, no, it is a long time. Yeah. She's gone for three months, and then we took her out. 
And the first day, she, I mean, she retrieved a duck, but she was struggling a little bit. She was pulling decoys back. Sure. She, was, she, she was like, you know, figuring out because <laughs> it's different like than being duck. live <laughs> action, you know. When you train them throwing like decoys or like, you know, whatever the case is, it's, it's different. <laughs> Second day, she was better. And third day, she was just killing it. Like, she was just retrieving everything we shot. And she was mad when we missed. She would cry and get mad at us. <laughs> like, you, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I remember I was watching, when I worked at the Outdoor Channel, I was watching a show, and the guy was training his dog, and he took it goose hunting. And the dog, honestly, at that point, was like I'm like 35 pounds. And this guy's shooting Canadian geese, mm. which are fucking massive, yeah, massive birds. Yeah. And he whacked this goose and sent that dog, and the dog ran out and got it. And it's, you know, its head is wrenched backwards because it's pulling a bird that's the same fucking size as <laughs> this <it>. dog, <laughs> but it's got a five foot wingspan. Oof. So this thing's flapping and honking, and the dog's dragging it back. And by about the third one of those, that dog would come back and like drop it <laughs> and look at it, then pick it back up and drag it and drop it. I mean, it was just fucking. Yeah, the, the, those uh, birds are huge. You know, I've shot some, you know, geese before. Um, and when I when I shot one, it dropped. You know, we, we, we busted the wing, okay? So I was walking out there with my gun to grab it. You know, I'm in, like, waders, so it's, you can't just run or nothing. This thing starts running because it's wing busted. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to chase it. I should have just pulled the gun up and shot it. But I'm, like, chasing it for, like, 20, 30 yards to grab it. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You finally grab it by the neck. Finally, you got a hold of it. I'm like, oh, and they're, like huge way bigger than you think they are yeah people don't understand that's a big bird oh yeah oh well my dad has one of my favorite oh that's i love that story i love that story so we're gonna get dad on here to tell some stories and he's gonna tell the goose story but i'm excited it'll give you perspective (laughs) i I love that story that's one of my favorite stories everyone does it's ridiculous so let's talk about now obviously we all love hunting we're all the shit yeah yeah so jared and i have done some hunting in california yeah your ship I've, yeah, I've done more hunting than Jared, and uh, you call it hunting, but really, it might as well have been a fucking walk with a gun. Like I've The last stung. time, for sure. Oh, dude, for the, so the, bad. The last time, for sure. So bad. But obviously, like, you, you brought some key points about how different Florida is from California, but even how, and we can talk about how different, like, California is from the rest of... Yeah, from and, and I But I should preface this, too, with Southern California hunting. Right, because once you get up into like once the Sacramento's yeah. and this like the Sierras, and you start to get up in more northern California, it's very much, it's like hunting kind of in Colorado's mountain, right? So it's mountain hunting. Yeah, it's mountain, and there's more there's more land there. This down yeah. here is the desert, you know. Well, what I'm saying yeah. so. I tell everybody who has no idea any, about anything about California is that we're from Southern California. We got the beaches and the mountains and the fucking hangout, and this mm-hmm. is the party. Northern California is fucking different. It's like a different state. As soon as you hit the central, uh, central coast of like California, once you hit the middle, everything changes. The demographics change. I mean, like yeah. you could be in another state. The people, everything. there's a lot of farmland yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah. Which is so, there's bird hunting is huge. Huge. Like, is that the is that in the central flyway? Well, I mean, you got the Pacific Pacific Northwest flyway. Okay, that that's way. what that was comes down from. You know, up all the way down. You know. Okay. So there's different flyway. Mississippi flyway. You got you know the Atlantic. There's different flyways. You know. Now okay. in Florida though, you guys have you got I have pigs. Everybody's got fucking pigs. Everybody has pigs. Yeah. And they got a pig problem. They're a pig problem everywhere. Right. You're allowed to shoot whatever you want. Yeah, pig, so pig so wise. pig you can shoot as many as you want, whenever you want, night, day kind of stuff. Now Oh, um, you can do night hunts? Yeah, that's where I shot my pig. Shit. I shot my pig uh yeah? that giant one. Ooh, at night. Tell us about David sent us a picture. David, you're five ten? Five nine. 
Five, David, eight and a half. <laughs> yeah. David, for, for perspective, David is laying down next to this like a GQ model with his fucking rifle. Yeah, he's out there being pretty. And the hog is as long as David Oh, he's is. longer than Yeah, he was big. He was, he was, a, he was over six feet long. He was he longer was than me. fucking... And, like, oh, yeah. so when we go hunting with Neil, we'll plug Neil real quick because it's a pig hunt. His guide service is Giant Sequoia Guides. Giant Sequoia Guide Service on Instagram. On Instagram. Good dude. Fucking solid guy. And uh, if you want to come pig hunting with us, we'll take you guys out. We, uh, we're going Neil. in March? We're going in March. We are going in March. Yeah, but We might could have one spot open, so um, if somebody wants to go, let us know. But two times I've been out with Neil. One time I saw a fucking monster. That pig was as big as a cow. We thought I, it was. We thought it was a fucking cow running across the fucking sides of the, these mountains. And it's Russian boar, so it's black and hairy. Yeah. And he's like, "That's a big pig." I'm like, "That's a small cow." Yeah. And That's he goes, a cow. <laughs> he goes, "No, Jack." And that fucking thing saw us, and it started running over ridges, and we were chasing it. And that thing, we're in a fucking side by side. We couldn't you. catch him. We couldn't catch this motherfucker in a side by side. No, but even your big pig. Mine was huge. I mean, it was. Um, I didn't have a scale. I was by myself. You know, um, I, you know, people like you know, you, you fish and you tell them this is a twenty pounder. And it was, you know, whatever. But no, this one was huge. I mean, the picture shows you, and like oh, yeah. I have it, the the skull. You know, the, your amount on it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's big. But yeah. you shot big. him. You shot him at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, one o'clock in the morning. He was uh, he's between three to four hundred pounds. So he's a yep. big boy. Um, and what happened was my buddy has property. My buddy Shad, shout out to him. He's a Amazing dude. Chad's got to listen. I like Chad. Chad's yeah. a good dude. Chad. Chad is like like you. He's like me. He's like one of us. Like he would fit. He would just fucking drop right into this fucking group. He I is like that. solid. He's so. a southern boy. Like just the nicest dude ever. Like he's just like clean cut. Like just the what you imagine. Like you know. Like, yeah, but like like you. Like hey, do you need help with that? Oh, he'll help anybody and everybody. He's just the yeah. nicest guy ever. Cool. But he has property, and I was going out there. He doesn't turkey hunt, so I wanted to go turkey hunting. So I wanted to get the. The turkeys come in, so I'm putting feet out there and whatnot. Now you can't shoot turkeys 100 yards within like a feeding station, but he really? has yeah. So okay. he has 80 yard or 80 acres, so that's easy to do. I just wanted to get him to come in. Yeah, draw him in. Pattern. Well, I go out there and check the feed, and it was knocked over. We're talking about 100 pounds of corn, you know, knocked over like in a seven foot tall, eight foot tall like feeder. I'm like what's going on? So I put a camera out there. And this is big ass hog. He just knocks it over on purpose. Like he eats the legs, knocks it over, and eats the whole thing. You know? Because they're smart. They are smart, man. That's the thing about about these pigs is, you think they're dumb fucking animals. Everything in the wild is actually really smart. Like you have a raccoon that fucking feeds on uh, your feeder. Dude, those things climb up there and like reach their hand in and pull the f- yeah. Corn so pigs are smarter though. That's why, like like you said, you they allow you to hunt them at night uh-huh. because like that's during the day. Like you're never gonna see them. They become nocturnal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so basically, I was like, you know what? I had a vendetta now. Like, I'm getting this this hog. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. He's Fuck your money. So he you your white whale, your Moby Dick. 100 percent. I'm like, you're done. Like, I'm gonna spend every waking moment to get this guy. So I did. Like, you know, my wife will tell you I was out there like all night waiting, and you know, and he just wasn't coming. I'm like, man, why is he not coming? This so, is good. That's good. Good, good job. Hey, pass that bottle. I need some more. <laughs> so what I did was, um, I didn't have. I have a, a 308 that has a, not a thermal, but night scope. I didn't that use that. Great in the fucking yeah. Well, who puts a fucking... All right, so that's my first thing. It's a rubber cork. Who puts a rubber cork in a bottle? We know no people who put rubber things in other things. Yeah, yeah, all the time. It's like a... This is like... This is like a... If it was longer, I'd say it's David's peg, but it's too small for that. It's a starter peg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, we're going to call it a starter plug. 
I'm sorry, David. I love no, you. It's, it's all good. <laughs> you could fart around this thing, though. So it would probably sound something like, like similar. Like I, I love, I love having a two-year-old man fantasize about me. I'm not fantasizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Send me that, Jack. Yeah. Fucking so, so with this, with this deer, I, I said I have a night scope. Um, but I, I, it wasn't a deer. It was a pig. A pig, man. My bad. Uh, I have Come a night scope. Stay the story. Yeah, don't mind our interruptions. Don't mind our interruptions. We do this because we want to. So, I'm big ass ice cube fucker. When I was in Texas, they did this thing where they put green lights out there. Okay, it doesn't really spook the pigs so much. So what happens is they're motion activated. So when they come up there, the green light will turn on and, you, and it illuminates enough where you can put it in the uh. scope and see. So I was out there and I'm sitting in this fucking like, shooting house and we're in the middle of nowhere. This place where my buddy's property is in the middle of nowhere, and it's like dark and fucking you hear all kinds of shit out there. You know, and I'm like. I have my sidearm with me and my thirty out six. I'm in a, a shooting house, so I'm safe. Are you elevated? Elevated, but not like crazy elevated, like a couple feet off the ground. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm in this thing, and you know the light will come on with a little raccoon and shit, and then it shuts off. So I'm sitting there, and it'll stay on for a couple minutes. This big pig, I could hear him. <laughs> when I say he started making noises, it fucking scared the shit out of me. I was like shaking, like trembling, because it wasn't like what you think. It wasn't like a Oink, oink, oink. It was like a demon noise. It was like, like, what the fuck is that? So people don't understand this too. Like a pink farm pig, if you let them out in the wild, they go feral in like three weeks. Yeah, quickly. Grow hair, grow tusks. They turn into what nature fucking made them to be. And then if you drag that, excuse me, that motherfucker back to the farm... He goes, oink, oink, squeal, squeal, eat the slop stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're, crazy. they're Dr. Jekyll and fucking Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that he was making noise, but I couldn't see him because it was pitch black. And, you know, I knew he was out there. And I could look at the corner of my eye and see little, uh, you know, like piglets come out, like little ones, you know. Like, I could see him just like, if you look your eye to the right, and then you could see him in your left corner barely. But if you focus on it, you couldn't see because it's dark. Right, sure. Well... Sitting there, and I'm like shaking now. I'm like, dude, I'm not leaving this shooting house until the light comes up because I'm not getting killed by this motherfucker, you know? No, and they will. So that's the other thing, too, is hogs, they root with right, their tusks. With the tusks. Yep. And what they do, and people don't understand this, if you come up on a hog, they use that thing, and they, 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 they swing their head up, and what they'll do is they'll actually bring that tusk up your leg, yeah, and, and they will cut your arteries. And yeah, you'll fucking, the shit out of you. You'll bleed to death. And then, by the way, if you fall down, they don't fucking stop. Like, no, the, there the, was a lady that got killed by a pack of pigs yeah. outside of her house in Northern California a couple years ago. Well, they say all the time, too. Like, you throw a dead body in a you know a pig pen, they'll eat you. They'll devour it. Well, they'll, they'll eat your ass. They're, yeah. they're, they eat anything. They'll they're eat anything. Savage. There's yeah. stories, like, people, like, on farms, like, get knocked out, and they fall down, and the pigs eat them. You know, they're still alive, and the pigs yeah. eat them because they got knocked yeah. out kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's justifiable fear. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, no, well, I've never been that scared. You know what I'm saying? I go out there all the time, you know. Like, the only thing that scares me big time is bears. Bears scare the shit out of me because bears are one of the animals that they're not like mountain lions or tigers where, or, or lions where they just go for your neck and kill you. Bears will pin you down and just eat you alive. They yeah. don't care. They're yeah, like, you're screaming your one of those, eating your arm or your leg, whatever. So bears scared the shit out of me. Yeah. But I was scared with that pig. A raccoon tripped the light, and I could see the back corner, the hawk. So I was able to get the scope on, shoot behind the ear, you know, drops them instantly. Pigs are tanks, so if you shoot a pig like like a deer, you shoot for the vital shot, they'll run. They'll, they'll be run. gone. You probably yeah, won't yeah. see them, you know. They can go. They're very tough, you know, creatures, so... 
Well, behind the ear. Jared shot him <laughs> four shot times him. with your thirty out six. I, I shot him with your fucking gun, and someone else shot him with a bow, and then Neil stabbed him. Like, Neil stabbed him twice in the a, fucking heart. It's like a prison riot. When when Neil pulled out his heart, he had two stab wounds in his fucking heart. He had no neck. When when Neil snapped his neck off, he just turned it, and the fucking head fell off. I blew this motherfucker's spinal cord from his fucking head, and he was still trying to run. Yeah, I did not. I was like, what the fuck. And then Neil's like, oh, there's an arrow in this motherfucker. <laughs> What'd you shoot your pig with? I think I shot him with the... It was either the Creedmoor 30-06. I don't okay. remember exactly what it was, but behind the ear. Every pig I've ever shot, behind the ears drops them instantly right there. Oh, yeah. Because so, you could do that at closer range. Yeah, up to 100 yards. You do that pretty easily. Pigs are big body. You know what I'm saying? So Right. they got a big fat neck. Yeah, and they're very easy. Like You, you put that right there. Like you know, As long as you can shoot within 100 yards, you should be fine. So dropped him. You know, his legs twitched a little bit. He didn't move anywhere. It was done. I'm like, hell yeah. Right when that happened, Katie called me because it was like 1 o'clock in the morning and I had to go to a karate tournament in the morning with the kids. Karate. Cool. She's like, where are you? I'm like, she knew I was at, but she's like, are you going to come home? I'm like, I dropped him. And I didn't know it was Hogzilla at the time. I called my name Hogzilla. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a, a mom hog with the babies because I couldn't tell. So big well, because it had broken. You had a trap, right? And it broke your fucking trap. Well, that was a different hog. Dylan got that hog. Okay. That, was my, that was on my property. Okay. I had a trap. It broke the big, huge metal trap. And when I say it's a metal trap, it's not like a small thing. It's probably almost five foot tall. I could, I could have like, lived in it. Like oh, yeah. it, was it was big. Huge. It was big. Yeah, yeah. He broke that thing, you know. And I have that on video. It's pretty cool. But so I, I run to my truck. I'm still nervous. You know, it's dark out there. I still think Hogzilla's out there. I didn't know it was. I thought I killed a big mom. I'm holding the my my thirty out six in one hand or whatever gun I was using in my sidearm. I'm like walking like <laughs> Terminator and shit. Like, uh, pistol, pistol and rifle. Well, I got you. I didn't even go look at the hog yet. I was like, I'm not even going over there and took it my truck. I'm gonna get in my safe to my truck first. Yeah. My truck's down the road. I get to it and I drive it in. And I'm talking to Katie. I'm like, Yeah, I got one. I got the mama hog. She's like, So you didn't even get the hog that you wanted to get? <laughs> I look, I'm like, oh, shit. While I'm on the phone with her, it's Hogzilla. I got him, you know? Nice. And then I FaceTime her, and I'm, like, trying to figure out what to do with this thing because I'm by yourself. There. Yeah, by myself. <laughs> one the morning, I can't call nobody. I'm in the middle. Of, this place is Century, Florida. It's, like, the middle of nowhere. But you yeah. have 400 pounds of dead weight. Yeah, so, like, I was like, I can't do I tried, like, put it in the back of the truck. I grabbed a barrel that was out there. <laughs> tried to roll them into the bed. Didn't work. But that's know? smart, like an Egyptian. Like, you're building a fucking bro, pyramid. Bro, I, was, I was fucking trying, bro. I should have rubbed, like, fucking sticks together trying to levitate his ass. So, I, it did work. And I'm sitting there, like, whatever. And then I don't know how to do I'm not technology savvy, so I'm trying to get a picture with it. That's why that picture's funny. You said a GQ picture. Yeah, yeah. You look real pretty. No, but the reason why is because I'm telling Kay, like, how do I, I want to take a picture of this, you know? Um, and she was like, with it, you know, to show how big it is. She's like, so you got to put a timer on your phone and flip it over or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sitting there, like, <laughs> adjusting. I'm backing my truck up, putting on, like, the fucking, my trailer hitch. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, adjust it. I'm doing, like, the timer 10 seconds. And I'm like, I have, like, a thousand pictures of this thing on my phone. <laughs> the flash wasn't on. Then it was on. It was just horrible. So that was the one shot I was able to get, finally. That's why it looks like I'm, like, you know, one of those things you're sleeping with, like, you know, some 500-pound woman at the bar. Ooh. You're like... Uh, don't, don't take a picture of me. You but, got the purse holder? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so I was able to finally get it, but then I'm like, what am I going to do with this thing? So I grabbed it, and I dragged it, like, best I could, because I, was, I wasn't in my truck. I dragged it into the bushes, because when they're that big as boars, they stink, they don't taste good, they're not, like, coyotes won't even touch them, you know, so. Oh, yeah. I obviously, I don't, like, usually kill the kill. I usually, like, hunt deer and use the meat and stuff like that. There's only been two animals I ever killed just a kill. The hog and a raccoon one time. And 
I felt really bad. It kind of <laughs> well, no, but it shouldn't recognize anymore. <laughs> it messed me up. I can't do it again. But hogs, there's a reason why in a lot of like the the eastern seaboard, like you can hunt hogs, and it's the same thing out here in California. The eastern seaboard, though, you can hunt hogs year round. You can shoot as many of them as you want. You don't have to harvest the meat. You don't have mm-hmm. to anything. You just have to kill them. You just have to kill them. So what people don't understand is that somebody brought boars. They released them to hunt them. Then they started breeding with regular pigs right. and all that kind of stuff. But they have 10 to 12 piglets per litter. They're um, they're of breeding age. They're fertile within, I want to say it's like three months. Like months, yeah. It's and they can time. have like two litters a year. So they call it the pig bomb. And I've seen this a bunch on the eastern seaboard. The pig bomb, right? So that's why they offer now, there's a lot of guide services that offer thermal hunts, night hunts. And you see these guys go, we shot 87 hogs tonight. The helicopter hunt in Texas, I want to do that. I'll do that one day. That's one of my bucket lists. Yeah, but it's the same thing. But even like when we hunt with Neil in California, mm-hmm. when, uh, two hunts ago, I shot my, I shot a sow, shot my pig. We're up on a ridge. She's down in the, in the bottom of the canyon. We go dragging that thing out. Neil gives, I didn't have a sidearm with me at that time. Neil gave me his sidearm. And as we're dragging this pig down, there are other pigs running past us. Yeah. And it's all these piglets and all these stuff. So, like, with pigs, I don't feel bad about... If Neil uh-huh. went out and was like, you know what, guys? We're going to shoot every fucking pig we see. Yeah, no. And the other thing about pigs, too, is they root, right? So, most grazing animals, if you think of a horse or a goat or a sheep or whatever that eats... I know you can't think of its lip structure, but as they eat... They still leave about a half yes. an inch of a right. plant. Right. Pigs so go through. Dig underneath. So yeah, they, when they I root. trap them, that's what we do. We would dig in, in underneath the ground because you want to prevent other animals from getting this stuff. Yeah. So you dig underground and you put your corn concoction. So what we do is we make a put some yeast in it, some Kool Aid, um, <laughs> put it in. <laughs> some, <laughs> that's a yeast and fucking Kool Aid. What are you actually hunting out here, motherfucker? So you get a five gallon bucket. You know, like a normal bucket. You put your corn in there, half corn. You get like maybe like some Fanta, like strawberry Fanta. You pour it in there. Some Kool Aid packets. Some yeast. Are they attracted to the sugar? They're attracted to everything. They're just, but it's they like stinky, gross shit. You know, I don't uh, want like my deers eating that kind of yeah. stuff. So you let it sit there and ferment, ferment, and like just get all gross and and nasty. And the pigs like that. They shit. love Fermented. that shit. Ferment. 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 Somebody's gonna. I we're uh, <clears throat> three quarters of a bottle in. I don't know. No, really but care. so so the the bottom line is that pigs cause more damage. Than anything, they roto till your land, and then it leads to erosion, yep. crop damage, and all this. So, like when David talks about, and we talk about like ethical hunting and hunting and harvesting the meat and eating the meat, and we all love to eat everything we shoot. Yeah. But pigs, I love getting them, but if we shoot a big giant hog and Neil goes, that uh, thing fucking stinks because they stink on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Like they stunk. Yeah. No, it, but Coast. it's the testosterone to the meat. It doesn't taste good when you have a big, nasty uh, yeah. boar. So, Everyone will tell you you don't eat it. So basically, what I do is like, I want my trophy. Yeah. It was it was like a, uh, a chess game. You know, he's playing me, knocking my feet over. I'd feed him, and then he would go the days I wouldn't go. It was just back and forth. I finally got his ass. So <laughs> what I did was I sawed his head off. You know, and you know normally when you like you know take a head off an animal, you can just grab it and throw it in the bag. So I grabbed his ear to lift it, and I couldn't like, lift it like that. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, we're not how bit, how heavy it was. So I finally got in the bag and got in the back of my truck, and I dragged it out of the open area into the bushes. You know, I went back there a couple times. Nothing touched it. 
nothing would eat it. It was just sitting there, you know, like Which flies is, and stuff, you know. But it's funny, too, because pigs are cannibals. Yeah. Like, if other pigs would come eat that motherfucker, and if they're not eating them, and they'll eat anything, especially this Kool-Aid fermented oh, corn yeah, sugar shit. shit. bro. I'm telling you. So when we went with Neil, probably one of the first times we went with Neil, there was a dead cow at the, like, yeah. that they had put out, and, and we were like, what the fuck? And he's like, it'll be gone tomorrow. Oh, he's dude. like, it'll be gone. Don't don't worry about it. Well, like, everything, everything on these, everything needs to eat something, and if you leave something out, it'll get eaten. Dude, no, they pick it up. It doesn't matter if you bury it. So, for example, the raccoon that I killed, I told you, he was going to my feeder and chewing, like, holes in my feeder, like, you know, a couple hundred dollar <laughs> feeder, like, chewing holes in it. So, I'm like, you know what? I need to get rid of this thing. And you're allowed to trap them and, you know, kill them, you know, in Florida. So, because they're, like, technically, like, a nuisance, you know? So. Sure. 100%. And they're eating pe- your feet. People don't, people don't understand. Like, raccoons are vicious. Oh, they're dickheads. And they carry, you know, rabies and whatnot. So, they're not like... They can beat dogs up. You know, like, raccoons attack dogs, you know. Well, um, big raccoons, 18 to 20 pounds? Yeah, they're 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 mean. So, I have a trap. I put a trap out there, you know, put peanut butter, whatever the case is, you know. Did you I trap them? I trapped them. Okay. I get over there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just take, take this raccoon out. And I asked my buddy, like, hey, should I release it, like, somewhere else, you know? And they were like, well, if you release it within a certain amount of miles, it'll find its way back, you know. I'm like, okay. And he said, also, be careful. They're smart. You release a raccoon, and it'll, like, it'll like be all nice and stuff like that. As soon as you release it, it'll run up your leg and attack you, you know. They can do that stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ethically shoot it. You know, I brought my, 20, my 22. Or to dispatch. Yeah, there you go. Dispatch. dispatching. Dispatch yeah. the raccoon. So I get over there, and it's looking at me, and it gives me this sad puppy face. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't, like, hissing or being mean. I'm like, <laughs> oh. And I, like, point at its head, and it's, like, just looking up with the sad eyes and shit. I'm like, this is horrible, you know. And then I shot it, and, uh, you know, I buried it. I'm like, you know what? Damn. This. And I felt really bad. I, like, it messed with me. Honestly. Did you say something in honor of the <laughs> raccoon that you dispatched? Bro, you can, ask Katie. you can ask Katie. It, it, it fucked me up, bro. I'm not bro. Like shooting your dog or what? Bro, it fucked me up. Ask Katie. I was like, I was like, I feel so horrible. I was calling my friends. I'm like, my friend, my other buddy, Dylan, who's done it before as well. And he's like, no, I, I feel you. It's happened to me, you know, like the first... You know, two times after that, I was like, whatever. Fuck them hoes. Fuck them hoes, you know. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, oh, but, but, I, but I was like, I felt, hey, fuck me up. No bullshit. So I haven't shot one since. I have raccoon. You, my game cameras, they're all over my feeders, fucking just tearing it up. But I'm like, I just can't kill those fuckers. You know, they're just not. Uh, <laughs> but, but I buried it, and then the next day, vultures were. Pulling out of the ground, bro. They ate it like just yeah. like it's gone. And Your like, buddy Dylan said too. So just shoot one more, and it'll hurt one more time, and then after that, yeah, it'll be fine. And it won't even matter. No, like it was fucking horrible. Like I, I didn't want to get in details because you know people don't need to hear it. But it I'll come shoot your raccoons. I don't care. Look, <laughs> so the only thing that I care about, because I feel nothing, dude. Like I don't, I don't feel <laughs> fucking sociopath. Like, what the, <laughs> I don't know. I have no problem killing. JJ's in yeah. here like uh, <laughs> fucking animals. So if JJ disappears, we know who. Yeah, it's on the podcast now, Jerry. Yeah. We know. Yeah, we're gonna edit it out. But animals, people, man, I think they're all the same. But uh, but yeah, man, like I don't uh, I don't really care. But the only thing that fucks me up is pets. When I put Cato down, I didn't realize that it would fuck me up so bad. It fucked my day up. It fucked my week up. And then every time somebody brings him up, I get upset now because I'm like, like you know, he's fucking dead. Why would you bring? Like, I just want to front kick fucking <laughs> children. Dude. I want to I front kick people down the fucking stairs like this is Sparta or something. Murphy, so 
everybody out there didn't know, we all the all of us got together yesterday. Uh-huh. It was my wife's birthday yesterday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kendra! Happy birthday, Happy Kendra! Birthday, Love Kendra. you, babe. We uh, took the dog, took Murphy to get groomed at like eleven thirty. Drop him off, but then we were gonna go to a nice dinner, go to a hockey game, and all this kind of shit. So our plan started at like three thirty. We were we were shagging ass to go yeah. do our evening. The groomer plays calls. Oh, Murphy's not ready. He won't be done till four. Can you board him? Yeah, we can board him. So we board him. I know he's at the facility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. I wake up this morning and I'm like, where the fuck is the dog? And I'm walking through the house. And in my mind, I'm like, he's at the boarding place, Jack. And I'm checking all the bedrooms. And I'm like, oh, did I leave him outside last night? No, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking... He's at the fucking pet patrol. We boarded him last night. I'm still looking around for them. Well, it doesn't have to be like your actual dog. You feel like sympathy for other people's dog. Like my yeah. buddy dealing right now. I'm over here in California. He's in Florida. He's taking Penny out every morning right. hunting. And he went there the other day, and we have a pug named Muggsy. He wasn't there because my in-laws took him with the, mm-hmm. my, my kids. So he texted me. He's like, I can't find Muggsy anywhere. Like, he's all freaking out. He was like, I can't find him. He's like yeah. texting me like, hey, I... Basically, I didn't lose him. He didn't run out the door and nothing. He just, hey, he's, not he's just not here. And Muggsy runs out the fucking door. Oh, he, dude, he's the only dog, like, Biscuit won't run out the door. Biscuit's the most so part. fucking, like, I, I got like such Biscuit. a good life, man. I fucking, he's like, I'm outside. He's the door open. Asshole. He's, like, he's like five years old, but he's like, actually, he's like 80-year-old fucking grouchy. Yeah, man. no, he's grouchy as Like, get fuck. off my grass, you know, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know what's out there? Fucking raccoons. And they're bigger than me. Don't get fucked up. And a bird will fly away with me. This is a pussy. He'll get bit by a fucking. I barked at a raccoon and it tried to hump me. <laughs> biscuit would lay over for it too. Oh yeah, biscuit our, our friend Chad time. has a, a, a French bulldog just like Biscuit, and he just punks Biscuit out. Like, hey, see, <laughs> Shut up here, let me face fuck you real quick. And they're both guys, and he just takes it. Welcome to the yard, yeah. bitch. <laughs> Who names their fucking dog Biscuit anyway, bitch? <laughs> kids, hey, hey, the kids named him Biscuit. Oh, uh, so so Jack was gonna get a turtle. What did Charlie want to name the turtle? Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. <laughs> I'm like, buy a turtle. I'll get you a turtle. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll sponsor you. <laughs> no, they wanted a fucking tortoise. Yeah. A tortoise? Or tortoise or a turtle? A tortoise. Tortoise. No, 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 like, outside there's tortoise. There's a difference. So I should people know. No, they wanted a tortoise. So we hey, said, there's no fucking difference, all right? There is fucking difference. There's okay, a massive difference. Are they in the same family? Uh, yeah, but they're like, oh, step cousin. <laughs> no, but so if you buy a tortoise and throw all those fucking listeners out there, if you are looking for tortoise advice, <laughs> you're at the wrong place, but I'm going to fucking give you something. Hey, you ready for the wisdom of this podcast? If you put a tortoise in the water, it's going to be <laughs> a thousand put a turtle in a water, it's going to live in the well, There you go. That's simple as there that. You go. But you can't, you can't pet them. Tortoises right. are very susceptible to, like, stress. Huh. And they'll fucking die if they're overstressed, which fucking overstress pussies. means my six-year-old tried to... <laughs> <laughs> and up the tortoise, the tortoise would have died in a Franklin, week. get over here. <laughs> yeah, big, big Daddy slept with me last night, and he's not moving anymore because <laughs> you fucking stressed him to death, and your bed is full of tortoise shit. Yeah, he, he won't he's still in his shit. He won't come out. But then they, they dig a burrow yep. in the winter, and they burrow. And so what a lot of people do is they put them in a fucking Tupperware box... And they put them under their bed. What the fuck? No, because if you don't, they'll dig a burrow in your yard. They'll dig like a three-foot burrow. So they're like trolls. They're like trolls, yeah. Yeah, terrible But you can't touch them. You (laughs) can feed them, and you can sit there and look at them. And I'm like, our children, you're not going to tell them, we got you this great pet. 
you just get to look at. Well, well that, it's that, like that, that fish that fucking uh, oh, that beta? Vivian got you. Beta, the most creative name, Beta the Beta Fish. Beta the Beta oh, Fish, yeah. Damn, that's that's clever. Yeah, yeah, that fucking thing lived for two years. And when it finally <laughs> died, we cheered. <laughs> we, and, we had one just like that, too. And I think we had a move and Katie flushed down the toilet. Not the blue one? It was one of them. I don't fucking... We have a Mil- Milton... Milton. Milton. Milton number two. Milton and fucking number that's, two. That's we had a, one live like no bullshit like four years. That's so... Milhouse. So here's the deal. But like with the raccoon with you, Kendra was like, Jack, just quit feeding the fish. Because I'm the only one taking care of it. <laughs> I'm cleaning the tank. Die. I'm feeding the fish. The girls... I, I think they feed it in the morning, whatever. Kendra goes, quit feeding it and just let it starve to death. I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. And I hunt, dude. I, I've killed... So many things, and like I used to shoot squirrels in my neighbor's yard, and birds, and rabbits, and I've I probably sound like a full fledged psychopath. Yeah, you are. But like I couldn't starve this fish to death, and then Kendra goes, "Well, fine, just flush it." I'm like, "I'm not gonna flush a live fish to drown in human sewage." That's what I told Katie. I was like, Fuck "I was like, I'll take it to like some pond or something like that." She's like, "No, just flush it down the toilet." No, <laughs> so so I, you know. I fed the fish. I cleaned the fucking tank. I did all that. And even my kids were like, I hope that fish dies soon. So here's the thing, right? And then so, it finally fucking died. Thank God. So here's the thing, right? So our wives will come up with great ideas. Like, you should flush it. Like, no, but I'm at work all day. You can flush it. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Why the fuck do I have to so, do it? I'm scarred with, like, fish, like little, like, bullfish, because me and Jared live together in this house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I forgot about that. We had this guy, he was a couch bum, Damien. Oh, yeah, Damien the bum. So, he, he, you, what is that, Friday? Where that, was it, no, not Friday, what was it, uh, How High? How High. Where the guy was, like, sitting on the couch, and they didn't know who he was, like, yeah. I thought you knew him. That's how it was. That's how Damien, it was. With Damien, so we had parties at our house all the time. Damien, not the guy that owns the wine. No, you don't. <laughs> Trust me, no, no, no. Couch bum Damien. He's, he's a good guy, but... Um, uh, debatable. So, <laughs> so uh, we we had this house, a party house. Man, we had a strip pole in the middle of the freaking kit, uh, the the living room. We had all kinds of shit, dude. We had we had octobongs had, and shit. Octobongs, octobongs, like eight-way beer bongs. Like on that fucking like you know tetherball. You play this kid. Oh, yeah, I know what like you're that with eight fucking beer bongs. You know. Like, you remember your friends and my friends? We could have just mashed yeah. us all together. You do that. That's the story where he said the the, the tray the other day with I was down, yeah. that's, oh, yeah. that was that house. Yeah, yeah. that was that house. Um, but anyway, so. We're sitting there, and we had a, I think it was a betta fish. We had a betta fish that died. And we're sitting there for like fucking 10 days, I think, and no one took it out of the water. It was just Dead in the bowl. In the Dead bowl. in the bowl, yeah. Like we, after a while, it was there for a while, and then it died, but no one took it out. So you have to understand this about how when we lived together. None of us cooked. None of us cleaned. We didn't have a washer and dryer. I would buy new clothes because yep. I had nothing to wear. Our kitchen had literally, not kidding, from the floor to the ceiling of pizza boxes and beer. Boxes. And beer boxes. That's all we ate. And then our pool house uh, guest, Josh Atuyo, great guy, good he cooked for us. And we'd he buy cooked him, like, He cooked like good shit. Yeah, he's from, he's from Bama? He's from Alabama, yeah. Yeah, and and him and his wife moved into our pool house, and that's... Well, he, he moved in, his wife would just visit. Yeah, his wife would visit, yeah, yeah. But that's when we would eat good. Because eating good in the neighborhood like Applebee's? Yeah, bro. <laughs> and he was a DJ too, so we had fat parties with strobe lights and fucking fog machines, and he would DJ in the backyard. We had a pool with like a bitchin' pool. Jared has a, a badass pool, like a whole badass backyard, probably yeah. the coolest one you've ever seen in the world. But what we had but in our backyard was fucking it was tits. For, for the time that it was, it was fucking awesome. So you walk up, right? I had a slide. So you walk up behind the pool, up, right? You walk up. Behind the slide was a fucking fire pit. And um, like in the rocks was was the seats. seating. Like you know, how Jared has that like right yeah. there, but it's even better than that. Yeah, nice. it, was it was fucking awesome. Crazy. 
But it was elevated. So, like, if you were up there having a fire... You're above the roof, bro, of your house. Yeah. Nobody yeah. nobody knew you were there. So you could fucking just hang out back there and nobody would bother you. So I would I would hang out out there a lot, like, and just be like... But get, getting back to the whole story was uh, Damien, the guy we had, the fish died. He was there for 10 days, so we paid him. We paid him money to eat that fish. Oh! Oh, and he did it, too. So, oh, did he? Oh, no, it wasn't. We told him there's stipulation. He couldn't yeah. swallow it. He had to chew tin chew. Oh, hey, God. So, it was like so, 10 bucks, bro, and a cigarette. Like, we would have fucking give him a cigarette. Yeah. A cigarette. cigarette. Oh, there it is. That's bro, we would shoot him. You know those little airsoft rifles with little BBs? We'd be like, we'd have a half cigarette and like a half beer. Like, <laughs> let me shoot you 10 times with your shirt off in your chest with this rifle, and I'll give you this half cigarette, half beer. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> we just light his ass up. Yeah. Like, I'm so mean. I'd throw a dollar bill in the middle of the the, the, the pool and be like, <laughs> go get I'd be like, but you can get it, but you have to keep your clothes on. And he'd jump in with his clothes on to get it. It was so bad. It was yeah. But we were young, dumb we were kids. We were you know? having fun. And he had fun, too. We were, we were all fun. Yeah, fuck him. We let him live on our couch. But for free. Walker. Did he eat the fish? Oh, he yeah. Chewed, he chewed it. How much did you pay him? I think it was like 10 bucks. 10, Maybe bucks, 10, 10 bucks. bucks. How sick did he get? I don't know that he got sick. Yeah, I don't, I don't, no, I don't think he got sick at all. Let's talk about what future hunts you want yes. to do or that you have coming up or that we should plan. Because we all hunt, so we should plan something together that we can all do. Maybe next year. Well, we're in fucking December, so maybe if we could all find a hunt that we can do together for fun. Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. I my favorite hunt is antelope Antelope. hunting, and I tried to get Jared out there, and it's antelope hunting in Wyoming. Yeah, is like my favorite fucking hunt in the world, and if you've ever done it. You've had a great fucking time doing it. Am I? It's there's two reasons why it's my favorite. Hunt. It's it's kind of like David's duck hunt. There's a lot of action. Wyoming, there are so many fucking antelope. We went and bought our our we had our tags, but you have to go to your uh, habitat stamp mm-hmm. at the Walmart. The fucking antelope are in the front yard of the Walmart. They're <laughs> eating grass out there. So there's a lot of antelope out there. But you get a camp on the plains. Yeah. You stay in a, a big canvas wall tent. We go out there. We whack a bunch of antelope. You can see a million stars. It's a cheap hunt, right? Okay. So it, we do a doe hunt because it's thirty. Well, the last time we did it was thirty bucks for a doe tag. What about bucks? How much are those? They're a couple hundred bucks, but you're gonna have to get uh, points first. Fuck. Yeah, no, you it's okay. Get points, yeah. But it's starting to put in for points. Yeah, we all do because we played the fucking point. No, we, I, do, I do the Colorado with. I still buy those points because yeah. one day you're going to take me out of Colorado, right? Oh, no, you're going to come with the farm. Yeah, that's what you're going to go to the farm day. and whack his dad. Old. I got a couple points out there, so. His yeah. dad set up a fucking shooting house and like a living quarter for us to hunt. Oh, we've got a we've got a steel building. We've got all the shit. But the Wyoming antelope hunt, and it's my one of my dad's favorites too because he's like, dude, I can go. It's not a hard hunt. This yeah. is a hunt Jared will be very successful at. Oh, shit. And guess what Jared's going to do? Jared's going to drag his own shit. Jared's going to pick it up no. over my fucking shoulders. Oh, no. Jared's going to gut his shit. He won't do that. Because you shoot a doe antelope. Dude, a doe antelope is like a little bit bigger than karma. Yeah, I can carry her. So the, it's a great hunt. It's a fun hunt. We will figure it out for our future hunt. That's, that's the one I want to do. Okay. How about you? So I have a lot of bucket list hunts. Um, oh, me too. Elk is, elk is high on your elk, list. Elk is my number one bucket list hunt. So when I retire, like when I retire, you know, from the military, that's my, my retirement gift I'm going to do myself. I'm going to do it right. Now Katie do knows. It like, well, she knows. So like, 
That's, what, that's <laughs> what one thing. It means years from now I retire. But right. That's one thing I want to do. I'm not rushing into it. I want to do it right. I want to have a right guide. I want to like put in the research and time and effort. Not like, oh, Billy Bob over here can find. No, I want to like do it right because that's right. Like, one of my dream ones. A nice, you know, um, you know, bull elk. That so I you know get. what one of my bucket hunts is a backcountry horseback. Hunt. Yeah, horseback right, up in the right tent, horseback. Fucking, yeah. yeah. So when you're ready to go, you let me know, and the three of us, three of us will do that. Yeah. We'll fucking go. Like I want to do seven day. Jared's not gonna be able to fucking take a horse. Fuck it, you and I can, and hey. Jared, we'll drag him in a sled. Hey. I don't know. I'm right fucking here. <laughs> Are we done? I'm right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm part of the podcast, you motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, so, but this is we respect you, so yeah. we're gonna talk the shit to yes, your face. Yeah. You, you know the only hunt I can't do right now. The only hunt I cannot do is the helicopter. Hunt. Yeah, because we can't have two people in there. Yeah, because it's it's a three hundred pound limit, <laughs> and I'm two eighty five. <laughs> hey, fucking run, motherfucker! I'll chase you with a knife, so we will both get in shape. So the elk hunt, I want to do a gator hunt. Um, oh, I that was yeah. yeah, I can set that up. And then I want to do a Sandhill uh, Sand Crane hunt that's in Texas. The they call them right the by sky. the sky. Yes. You know? They're like fucking ginormous birds. They're like pterodactyls you shoot out of the sky. Right. And then obviously antelope. So there's all kinds of things they want to do. But the, my main bucket list goal was definitely the the uh, elk. But I want to do a gator hunt here probably next year. We can buy like tags. Yeah. And, in Florida, there's a good spot that I know. Some good guides out there. William well, Snowfitter. you commented on some things, and the guy yeah, was William, like, hit us up. Yeah, William Snowfitter. I've hunted with him for coastal duck hunting. He's yeah. really awesome. And then my buddy Trent, he's a guide there. He's fucking the shit, man. And okay. he, he's a good dude, so I want to fucking go do a gator hunt there. So that's something I want to do probably next is a gator hunt. Okay. Here. Um, Your turn. I would love to take David to Alaska with us. <clears throat> I would. I think that. Like David's a David's a us. David fits. I think we'd have a good time, man. And so Alaska for me was the the best camping trip I've ever been on. Probably the, not the best hunt. Yeah. But but the best trip that I've been on because we just hung out. We shot the shit. We talked. We had fucking like real genuine moments in a tent while it's fucking raining outside. And you, you're just you. That's just the most basic form of you is you away from technology, you away from society, you away from everything. Just out, having fun, and just being with each other. Like that's it, dude. Like we were, we were together. We were telling stories. Your dad was fucking having a good time, man. And that's shit that you can't, you can't buy that. But th- that was all of our favorite parts of what hunting is, right? Minus, minus the killing, harvesting. Yeah, the, the killing part is like, the process. Like a lot, of, a lot of times, like duck hunting, I like to suffer to like duck hunt. It sounds crazy, right. but like being cold, wet, weathering the storm, I love that. You know, the girls are probably like, like what the fuck? Well, yeah, that's <laughs> sitting here listening, like I don't want to do this. Anymore. Yeah, but yeah. That, that's some of the stuff like the hunting to suffer because it, it it makes the the reward more. You know, like you know, you earned it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's right. It's but, part of the challenge. Right. But like camping out, doing that stuff, you're away from technology. You get to bond on a human social interaction. Right. That's not like what the world is now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's able to bring you back, you know, oh, the way civilization, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and Absolutely. that's the thing. Like, I love our pig hunts. I, I Like, I have fun on every hunt. I have fun when we went, you know, out to Montana and shot bucks. And I always have a good time when I'm with the boys, you know, like, yeah. like and, and you just bond and you, like, it's different. It's different. And, and if you've never hunted and you've never, like, been in that situation, you don't understand. It takes you out of everything in your day-to-day life all of your things i don't answer my phone i don't take phone calls i just i'm out hunting like my poor wife i don't respond as well as i should 
But we're out there and we're just living our fucking lives like hanging out with your boys. And it's it's time yeah. that we don't get, you know, David lives in Florida, Brad lives in fucking North Carolina. Like, you know, your dad lives on the uh, East Coast half the time. Like, just a lot of good stuff, man, that that people don't understand. Well, the big thing, too, like, I relate to the Jack a lot. We both have two girls. Yeah. Have a wife and two girls. So, like, my house is full of Barbie dolls and <laughs> things like that. So, for me, I don't get, like, the manly, like, whatever, right. you know. So, it's nice to be able to go home with my boys. You know, that's, like, my one time of freedom with guys, you know. Right. Like, so, it's, it's nice. Well, yeah. it's funny, too, like... The way that we hunt and the people that we hunt with, there becomes a tipping point. Right. When you're all out hunting and you're this and you're that, and then you start talking, and then you open up a conversation. And you have a lot of conversations that, like, we started this, it's funny how we kind of started this podcast off about moments where you really felt proud of yourself. Yeah. But it's it's at that time when you get to discuss why you don't necessarily feel proud of yourself, right. why you are the way you are, how you got to the place that right. you're at, and the shared catharsis. And, and there's a lot of people that are non-hunters that will shit on you about hunting and don't understand that. The reason why we all do this is because it's group therapy. Yeah, it's not just about going out and fucking whacking something. No, the killing part is, is number one, it's the ugliest part of the whole thing. And it's the shortest part. It's the shortest part of the whole thing. And there is so much that goes on around it that no one ever that sees nobody, Yeah, yeah. If you don't hunt, you don't understand. Yeah. Um, and if you don't hunt, I recommend that you start. It is, it is good for your mental psyche. I recommend That's, you don't start fucking stay away from us because we want to keep Yeah, we'll, we'll, fucking, we'll fuck your life up. So right there, we'll put a pin in it. We got David here for a yes. little while longer. We'll get him in in a couple more episodes, man. So, uh, David, thanks for coming out. Yes, sir. To California, you bitch. It took you fucking long enough. We've been doing this podcast for a couple of months. And and, yeah. and I'm going to steal your show right now. I've been David. Oh, no, you haven't, oh. you cock-sucking motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> he is a fan. Yeah. I've been fucking Jared, fucking asshole. I've been Jack, and I've been fucking. I've been put yeah. in my place. I've been kind of yeah, amazed. fucking da- good for you, Davy Crockett, you <laughs> bitch, you piece of shit. And this has been shattered fucking wisdom. And uh, you guys are welcome for our fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you guys on the next one. All right. <laughs>